0: Well, she's got a very uh, artsy background going there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The city of New York, Boricua from the Bronx.
1: Aubrey Smith, I'm the director of Liza Anonymous. And uh, I am also a commercial director for the last 10 years. um, And I've, you know, have shorts and documentaries under my belt. Nice.
2: And I'm Chloe Smolkin. I'm the cinematographer of Liza Anonymous. um, And I've been a cinematographer for about 15 years professionally. And uh, uh, me and Aubrey have been working together for about four or five years. Yeah.
0: What does a a cinematographer do?
2: Sure. um, Well, in layman's terms, the cinematographer is basically the person in charge of the camera and the lights um so making the director's vision happen with the lens choices and what kind of lighting it is and how everything about the camera and the lights looks
0: cinematography
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Aubrey, you as the director can you break that down for us too?
1: absolutely uh and i'll tell you about the case the specific case for Liza Anonymous, was that um, actually my, uh, a casting director, Kristen Palladino that I work with a lot for my commercials, I actually recommended me to Danielle Beckman who plays Liza in the film. And Danielle was also a producer on the film and she was looking for a director. Uh, Leah McKendrick wrote this script so uh, you know the all the all the the dialogue and the idea uh, came from Leah, and she wrote it for Danielle. Uh, Danielle wanted to do a short film and really use all her skill sets. And so Leah wrote her a character that plays for other characters. So that's how uh, that's eventually how I became involved. Was that uh, that Danielle really liked how i told her i would approach the film so as the director i saw a really big opportunity for a lot of wardrobe a lot of props and that opening scene when we meet liza we use uh, a circular dolly track and we had four different setups in that opening scene And at the end we used a circular dolly track as well but that's like when I read the script, I saw that that opening and I really wanted to work on it. And so uh, I approached Chloe and I said to Chloe, I really want to do this short film. I think it has a lot of potential outside of a short even to be a feature or a series. Uh, I just want to warn you, it's two days and I want to do four circular Dolly track setups. And she actually said, I think we could fit probably one more circular dolly track in at the end. So <laughs> I was like, yes, that is exactly the spirit that uh, you know, we need to collaborate with to bring this script to life.
0: So, based on what I'm gathering, it sounds like the circular dolly track is a challenging thing. It uh, is it a challenging
2: tomorrow- thing. Yeah, it's um, you know, it takes more time than just Putting the camera on a tripod um, but also because of the nature of the opening where we are cutting between shots of Liza it had to perfectly match every time so it was very carefully measured and set up so that she would be exactly the same place and the same size and frame every time.
1: Yeah actually let, let, let me also add that this is how it works I'm like Chloe I really want these circular dolly tracks like this is how I see it and then like she's kind of like okay this is how we're technically going to do it you know and then yeah. she's like well we need to place the extras here this is where they'll go in between this is how yeah and, they'll, and knowing the distances and things like that so I really rely on her also as a technician to to right, help right. bring all of that to life
2: the Aubrey is very Gracious and thanking all of the <laughs> the rest of the crew,
0: acknowledging the people,
1: keeping exist. them involved. Yeah, you know we had eighty people work on that this film. Oh and that, wow. that includes supporters, so it wasn't eighty people on set at all times. But that's the credits are listed eighty people, and it really takes a lot of people to support a filmmaking career and to support a film. And so uh, our 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 crew was big, but and we did it in two days. we were able to do that also because chloe and i have a shorthand that we work on commercials a lot together and so you know we're able to really move and and work fast because we we kind of like create create this every month we're doing you know a commercial or more so
0: so um commercials like stuff we see on tv all of
1: it yep yeah, there's there's no commercial we won't do, <laughs> no. But it's everywhere. It is. Uh, so we, yeah, like on web platforms. Um, we we just recently did a broadcast spot, um, for A and E. Uh, but yes, we are always, you know, and then Instagram. There's, you know, uh, all over the place. Yeah.
0: Where where do you guys think the uh, the most work is coming from these days in that field?
2: there are still commercials on stream. I mean, like if you have Hulu
1: and you don't pay for no ads, then you're gonna see our ads. (laughs) (laughs) We just did a Hulu promo too, so (laughs) we're there too. Um, Yeah, I think that that the ads, you know, definitely help those uh, streamers. And so, um, you know, even they're still even on Instagram and TikTok as well, but um, you know what we're finding, actually, from being at Tribeca Film Festival with the film, uh, you know, we're finding that brands are partnering with filmmakers a lot to make feature-length films or short films, and and that's a really great uh, way because it's not about them; it's just that they're they're funding a really important idea, and so we're seeing that more and more. And I'd like to see more of I'd like to see more of that. I think it's a really it's a it's a um, it's branded content, but it's but it's it's not. It's smarter. It's you know it's yeah. actually your consumer.
2: It's smarter and gets in the consumer's mind in a different way, you know. If you have like, for example, a really fun action film with motorcycle riders and Kawasaki has provided all the motorcycles. It doesn't feel like a commercial. It doesn't feel like you're being sold something, but you might right.
0: see this well, we, movie and be like, oh, these guys it.
2: are so cool. I want to ride a Kawasaki motorcycle too.
0: Right, right. It's clever, you know, it works. If, if done right, it works.
1: But also, you know, I did a documentary that Tribeca Studios and 23andMe executive mm-hmm. produced and the only thing that they wanted was stories about DNA, stories that related to 23andMe. But it, but they really were um, allowed the filmmakers to tell their own story, and and there was no actual uh, placement oh. of the product. It was just simply sponsored by. And I think that that's nice because the brands have a chance to tell you like what what they care about and like, you know, what their their brand identity is and like you know what are they supporting stories of so I thought that was a really cool thing we saw at Tribeca Film Festival this year
0: that stuff is so fascinating the whole uh um like genetics and checking out your background and stuff
1: yeah yeah I, I do think it's interesting I'll just briefly tell you that my documentary was called The Need to Know and it's about a woman who when she was 29 found out that her father wasn't her father and she was born from a sperm donor and she found out through the 23 Me test so oh uh,
0: wow <laughs> I
1: think I find out through that yeah and then you know um but that is uh, uh yeah i learned a lot about genetics and um legislation and ethics too but you know i also like with Liza anonymous love comedic narrative so it was really nice to come back to tribeca film festival this year with a comedy
0: <laughs> hmm. yeah instead of the heavy stuff so tell us about the film
1: yeah so uh it's about uh, a woman named Liza and she's addicted to support groups but she actually doesn't have an addiction she <laughs> is looking for belonging in all the wrong places so she goes to overeaters gamblers anonymous uh sexaholics and alcoholics anonymous and uh she takes on a different persona in each support group and her charade eventually crumbles when she's outed by somebody in the support group. And, and she has to learn the hard way that, you know, imitation isn't always the sincerest form of flattery. So uh, it's a very fun theatrical journey though for her and Danielle Beckman like plays this character so beautifully. And it's very fun to watch her because she has all different accents and clothes and uh, uh, attitudes.
0: Isn't that, in and of itself considered some sort of mental health disorder.
1: Yes, and and I think that, like, the person who calls her out, he does say, like, what are you in a mental support group to? And she's like, not currently. Uh, so there's a lot of, like, funny, like, we do address uh, a he calls her Tyler Durden, like from Fight Club. So we do address that, but you know, there's something also interesting, like like cinematography wise that like when we, when she does get outed, she has a monologue um, and we were like trying to, you know, I think like always with the camera in this, we've always been trying to figure out ways for you to empathize with her. Like you, you, just, you just said, like, it sounds like she's a little bit of, you know, maybe something, something wrong, maybe not so empathetic. So how do you take a character that is uh, maybe an anti-hero or doing something that is wrong and how do you relate to her and i think i think the camera visually has to do that work and get subconsciously into your mind so i mean chloe maybe you could talk about like at the at the end i know like we changed the framing a lot um, or actually you know what we should talk about the mirror and the in the confrontation scene i think that was pretty cool to have that yeah
2: yeah sure well like when she's being confronted about her lies there's a part where she's trying to get real with the other character and she looks in the mirror and he kind of comes in over her shoulder kind of overbearing and is um it's like you're not gonna get away with this uh but she you know you you empathize with her it would be very easy for this character to be unlikable and just be like, oh, she's crazy. But um, between the way that Danielle Beckman played her, so charismatic and so you really feel for her. Um, And then also with the way we shot it, um, we just kind of tried to put you in her shoes at all times. without giving too much away, there's a part at the end where she feels like she finally belongs in a place and she, she walks into this place and is looking around and the camera looks around with her. Um, and I, yeah, you just really, you feel like everyone feels lonely sometimes and you kind of understand how someone could do what she's done if they were really pushed to the limit,
1: yeah. And also at that last scene that I, Chloe and I talked about that a lot—the last scene of like, okay, we've been on this journey with her. Uh, how do we how do we make you feel that she now has found where she belongs? And and that was that was our last uh, setup with the camera. That yeah, we wanted her to like look around and um, and kind of feel a change we also put her in white so she wasn't wearing color um so she, she had been in all these different colors all before and so she was a little more pure uh and trying you know changing um but i i just love how like uh you know talking through these ideas with chloe about like it, it really matters like when you dolly in, when you push out like how that affects you and i we filled this we filled this movie with lots of subconscious feeling through the camera
0: (laughs) all those details really matter in film little subtle things
1: yeah and you know going back to like commercials where like Chloe and I have worked on like 30 second 15 second 30 second two minute long commercials it's just every frame matters everything in that matters especially like say we do have a product it matters how it looks so like when we're doing the when we're doing a short film we're also in that mindset that like every everything in the frame matters And, you know, it's now this is a 12 minute short, but really you could freeze frame that anywhere. And I could probably say like, oh yeah, the camera did this because we wanted, you know, we put her in the center of the dolly track so that you, you know, you um, see that all the attention's on her and she's loving that there's attention on her in the support groups um, as the camera is circling around her like you know so um there was one funny moment too where we were in the space and i remember we we noticed that we have everyone clap for her in the support groups Mm. and i think we like chloe and i both saw this frame i don't know who saw it but like being in the spot we were like oh let's put the hands in the foreground and like i love that was something that we kind of improv on set uh And I thought that was a really nice moment. It was super effective because you get the claps in there and then you know you know that like, she's just living for that attention.
2: And it's always funny to have something just pop in screen when you don't expect it.
1: So that's another thing. It's a little laugh. I'm always turning to Chloe, like as as my cinematographer, we're the first, she's the first person to see it, right? So I'm always turning to her. I'm like, that was funny, right? Was that funny? Could it be funnier? To be funnier is it funnier no it was funny enough okay (laughs) and like do we have time to do another funny take or (laughs) funny enough so there's like like her and I are also always like how do we make this funnier and then you know at the at the end of this we also have our editor who is there also you know helping make it funnier and we we very much plan with our editor how to cut it together so that we're like you know again making those visuals funny yeah I making I every
2: that. feeling as 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 coming across as it can be you know like when the antagonist is confronting her you know he casts a shadow over her face and blocks where she's gonna exit so it's with lighting and with body language um you're getting this feeling that he's threatening her she's feeling threatened um it's you know all the departments working together.
1: Yeah, like like for in that confrontation scene like we we had that really blocked out and you know on a short we don't have a lot of time so we didn't really do coverage so we had to be very certain of our our medi- our medium I'm sorry, our close-ups, our medium close-ups. And uh you know that's a it's a it's a it's a bold thing to do. We have to move and I just know like working with Chloe we were like okay, if he moves in here then it's going to uh how is it going to cut together and I know you know every DP and director does that together but it um it was a puzzle it was a giant puzzle mostly because you know we didn't have we couldn't make a mistake either because we didn't have time to
2: <laughs> and there was a very small room with a one wall being all mirror so and uh, you know questions of how to hide the camera hide the lights
0: all right right
1: yes Oh my gosh! Yes, that's <laughs> finding the lights and the, and the camera too. And and like, like we talked about earlier, the two characters co- they confront each other. They move to the mirror and they like are looking at each other in their reflections, which is a nice symbol as well. Like you know, who are you pretending to be? I've outed, I've out of you, outed you. Um, you know, they called Liza out. Uh, it was very fun, and we fit. Yeah, we fit that all into a short. It was very fun.
0: Where, where where did the idea come from
1: the idea is leah mckendrick's and she really was looking to help danielle beckman like play many characters so it just kind of came to her and uh yeah and that's uh you know she could of course talk better than me about it but i just know uh, my, my gut reaction was more like oh this is fun this is gonna be a fun script so Liza Anonymous is on the Tribeca Film Festival platform to be able to view it. And then we're going to, you know, we'll be going um, at other festivals and um, before we release it. But right now it's it's there. And and we were just so honored to be at Tribeca Film Festival. They they told us that there were 6,000 submissions and 46 films were wow. selections and we were one of those. And, and the premiere had a 600 sold out seat capacity it was it was just really nice to get the reactions because it's a comedy and because of covid like we weren't able to screen it before and this was our world premiere It was the first time we heard an audience laugh and and a really big audience at that so it was it was a really good week for us and we loved seeing the film at on the big screen at tribeca
0: yeah that must be really really awesome um one of my friends had one in there, and I, 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 had a little part in it. I was like standing in a museum. <laughs> you know, that's 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 my well, acting debut.
1: Has an extra, and I put my parents <laughs> in it. My brother's <laughs> my best friends in it. Um, you know, I, I try to put my animals into my own work. Like I just everybody, if you know me, you're probably gonna be in my film.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know, my, the, uncle, my
1: cousin, everybody,
0: neighbors, you know.
1: Yeah, I just, no one's off.
0: Bring the bodega guy in on it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, I actually did have my bodega guy ask for a role. I talked to him, tell him what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) The premiere you're talking about was actually live. Like when you said 600, you're talking about physical people or you are talking about um, what was the setup? How did they do that in this post-COVID world?
1: It was the first in-person film festival in the northeast they announced and they had social distancing so it it felt really safe and it was outdoors at battery park so that's why we oh. were there were so many 600, uh,
0: 600 people cars. yeah that's a big yeah.
1: you only sat next to the people you came with yeah. Yeah, yeah and i was sitting right next to chloe and we were just like here's the moment and you just know,
2: on cloud nine it was a our product
1: it was <laughs> outdoors and like uh like there was a punchline to a joke, and then a horn honked, and it it sounded like it like um just made the joke. Uh, you know, it was like a snap at the end of the joke. is like helped the punchline, and like her and I just <laughs> looked at each other. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, there. But and then Chloe and I were just like, "This is great. This is so nice." Like you know, we could hear everyone laughing, and uh, it just feels good that you know how long we you work on something for, and Um, So you
0: you film for two days and and then after that, what's the, how long is the process?
1: Well, it's a lot of planning. Uh, So there's a lot of pre-production and a lot of post-production. So although it was only two days to make sure that we got the most out of those two days, it it was a lot of planning. So, you know, we got the location first and um, get inspired by what the location looks like as well. Um, Yeah, we work really closely with our production designer, Daniel Ornitz, Uh, the three of us have to be working really close together to to plan all of that out and um and post was was kind of fast i mean our editor works with us uh also on commercials and i think we had like two rough cuts it was done and you know i was really happy with the first one and then i just had minor changes but um it's also like chloe and i really like have a very solid shot list (laughs) so we don't have hours and hours and hours of footage to go through like a documentary. Uh, We, we like, you know, plan it out really specifically and, uh, and we have to limit our takes anyway. So, cause we, we packed a lot into the film. So we had to, you know, keep moving and um, just like as a TV show would, they move very fast. So it was the same kind of environment. I had a great time speaking with you about, about the film and you know, how, The director and the cinematographer work together.
0: Awesome. Yeah, Yeah. thanks for having us on. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. And I'm going to check out the film. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you guys enjoy, I guess, the weekend, right? weekend's coming up. Enjoy the weekend and, you know, we'll be in touch.
1: All right. Thanks. Great. Take care.
0: Bye bye. You are listening to the NYC Talk Podcast www.nyctalking.com.
2: Please like NYC Talking on Facebook. Please follow Angel R. Talk on Twitter and Instagram. We are NYC Talking, the realest lifestyle blog ever. Thanks for listening.